This is the Perfect Puppy Podcast with Miriam Pollard, walking you through all the steps you need to train the perfect puppy for your lifestyle. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Puppy Podcast. In this week's episode, I want to talk to you about if your puppy is ready to be off leash. So you've got a puppy or a dog and you're not sure if your puppy is ready to be off leash. Well, any dog, no matter the age, should not be off leash until your recall is 110%. In fact, 1000% um, if that is a thing. You see, too many dogs, puppies in general are off leash way too soon. And even though, you know, I can argue it that puppies have a natural codependency that they want to stay close. Most people get the first walk wrong and depending on the dog itself, how confident the dog is, um, you know, I had a client on Saturday and, no, actually Sunday and their dog, their puppy was very confident I even I was very very surprised how confident this little puppy was and I was extremely proud of the genetics because this dog obviously came from an outstanding breeder but the downside of that is this puppy was very independent and she really wanted to explore and wanted to go way more than 10 meters away um so we had to work around that and this little puppy couldn't be off lead because even though it's her second day out she she would have you know run over she was genetically very friendly and she just wouldn't have been reliable now that's not to say if your puppy has a natural codependency then yes but make sure if your puppy is off lead you know exactly what you're doing or you're working with a trainer and it is not worth having your young puppy despite how dependent they are on you off lead until you are really confident because a lot of our anxiety can affect the dogs but yeah if your puppy or dog is not 110% reliable they should not be off lead now my next point is off leash freedom is not free your puppy and you really need to learn it and earn it too many like i've said all too many times too many dogs are off lead and they really shouldn't be. In all honesty, 95% of dogs I run into are a dangerous dog and they're endangering others because they are off lead. And I'll spl- explain why in a little bit um, later on in the episode. But again, your dog should not be off lead if it's not 100% reliable. Now, to know if your dog is reliable off lead, they should have perfect recall on a long line first before you even think about getting it off and then really easing it and fading the long line out. So some days they're on it, some days they're not. And again, making sure that is 100% in every single environment. And remember, if you're going into a new environment, don't be afraid to go back a step. It will always happen. Regression is very normal um and you know if it's been three months and suddenly oh god the recall's not great let's put him back on a long line don't ever be afraid to do that but it should be perfect on a long line first now despite me saying recall should be 100 percent, i actually believe if your dog 
doesn't actually need a recall, then they should be off lead. So yes, if your dog is got 100% recall, comes every single time as soon as you tour, but they are constantly running off of rabbits, birds, dogs, people, then your dog is not safe. Because just the mere action of I'm about to run off, that is not reliable. And in my Perfect Puppy program, I don't say I give your dog a reliable recall. No, I say reliably off leash. Because really, your dog shouldn't have to have a recall to be off lead because your engagement is so high that you just don't need it. And you've socialized your puppy correctly, so they've got no desire to run away. They just want to be with you and interact with you. And that is the ultimate goal. So yes, of course, reliable recall 100%. Yes, 100%. You 110% need this. But there is no use having your dog off lead and wasting your recall because you've got to call your dog 10 times because they just keep ping-ponging back to all these different distractions. So yeah, you might argue, yep, I can call my dog every single time. And then I ask you, so does your dog run over to your other dogs? And you say, yes. Well, I'm sorry, your dog should not be off lead. Now, it's very important as well to be realistic and very, very consistent. Because if your dog, for example, is a rescue greyhound and you're going to go into a forest and there's going to be loads of birds and loads of rabbits, you can't expect your greyhound who's been bred, abused, or whatever your dog has gone through to be reliably off-leash despite having reliable recall in the garden or a quiet field around loads of furry things that it's been bred to chase and taught to chase. You can't expect your greyhound to be have 100% recall in those environments. So again, my favourite saying, set your puppy up for success and also prevention's better than cure. So long line, please. Your dog should not be off-lead in different environments unless you know it's going to be successful. Right now, as I'm recording this, I'm in a hotel and there is a gorgeous field right outside my window and I will probably go and give Tiggy a very lovely walk in a very quiet field but I don't know how reliable she is because we've been practicing on our detection work and we've been forcing her further and further away from me. Now although her recall is absolutely astounding I've worked so hard it's taken a good eight months to over a year and I'm still working on it every single day. Now, I don't necessarily do recall training, but I'm working on our relationship, on training, that desire to be with me. Um, and that's with me, not just, you know, I'm going to get some food and go off again. Um, but I just don't know. So instead of me setting ourselves up for failure and she doesn't come back the first time, I'm going to have a long lead for the first five, 10 minutes, make sure she's good as gold and then I'll let her off let her have her freedom she has 100% earned it if she is good but I don't want to risk it in a new environment that I don't 100% know the area as well I don't know if she is able to get out or if there's another main road that sort of thing so again setting them up for success she's almost two you know the saying isn't just for puppies it is for any dog or even us you know, setting me up for success too, that I can control her. So, my next point is, 
And this is quite a big one. And it's something not enough people talk about. But those who do, I really, I really connect with them. And that is ignore, and I'm going to swear, ignore the arseholes. Ignore the arseholes who think you shouldn't train your dog. I honestly, I can't explain and count how many times I've had people approach me saying, you're abusing your dog. I don't agree that you're training your dog. And I'm literally, I'm just giving my dog some food and they'll come up saying, I do not agree what you're doing. And quite frankly, leave your opinions far away from me. Because if you do not agree with training, then quite frankly, your dog should not be off lead. Because in order to be off lead, you need to train the dog. And most people who say that don't have reliable dogs. So yeah, that says a lot about them and their dogs. But yeah, you really, really need to ignore these people when you're really working hard on your relationship, on socialising. People won't agree with you. People don't agree with me. I hand feed all my dogs food and I cannot tell you how many people disagree with that because they think it's cruel unless she gets fed from a bowl. And quite frankly, you know, I can argue so many points that treats can be dangerous and treats can be cruel and all these other things. And, you know, there's millions and millions of dogs and millions of trainers and there are a hundred different methods and each one is going to work differently for individual dogs because, you know, they're not robots, they're all individual beings. So if someone doesn't agree that you're training your dog or doesn't agree with a certain method, just ignore them because... As long as your dog's happy, as long as you're getting results, and as long as you're working hard and enjoying yourself, no one else's opinion matters. And that is so important. Yes, okay, it is a little bit off topic because it's not about, you know, your dog being off lead, but it's something I'm massively passionate about because I'm honestly sick of it. I've had so many sessions and people coming up giving me their unwanted opinion. If you want to look, if you want to disagree, fine, but do it 10 miles away from me because I do not care. It's not going to change anything. And that goes for any listeners. If you don't agree with anything, that is absolutely fine. You know, I, I, you know, I love people disagreeing, but just leave it somewhere else because my dog's so happy my clients dogs are happy and if you want to train reliable off-leash freedom for your dog don't let anyone stop you and that is so important and empowering you know one of my clients said oh my god I feel so empowered that you've allowed me permission to advocate for my dog and I think that is so so important and something you 100% need to do when teaching a reliable off-leash freedom and reliable recall you will have to advocate for your dog. Now, the other thing is, is breaking off-leash freedom down is definitely one, engagement, two, socialization, and three, just ongoing training. Now, I've got an entire podcast episode about socialization before their second vaccinations, and I will be doing another episode about socialization, you know, after second vaccinations. But it's very important to, like I said, just a little bit ago advocate for your dog now socialization isn't all about interactions and in fact it can actually ruin a lot of your recall and freedom and stop your dog from having that freedom unless you choose to have your dog off lead without it being reliable and again one of my clients felt very empowered that I gave him and her permission because they're a couple 
them permission to tell people that they can't just come up and stroke their dog and they can't you know even if they ask they can't just come up stroke any old kid person whoever just can't come up and that's another thing you know advocate for your dog ignore the assholes and advocate for your dog because the only one that matters is you now i already touched on this before um very briefly i actually didn't really did i um but that is, if your dog doesn't have 100% recall and is running over to random dogs, people, whoever, your dog is endangering others. Your dog might run over to the wrong person and get very hurt. So your dog is actually endangering themselves and you. Um, and keep in mind, the law is your dog needs to be under control. And if your dog isn't and gets reported, your dog can be put down. So that is very, very important. Your dog just has to make someone feel threatened and your dog could be destroyed so please please keep that in mind because it's not just about your dog not having fun because my dog has loads of fun when on a long line but your dog <laughs> needs to be under control but anyway so if your dog is running over to random dogs playing with random dogs and you know random people your dog is endangering your dog might run over to a guide dog and destroy that dog's training your dog might give off the wrong body language to make that dog feel scared and suddenly you're endangering a blind person and that dog who is working. Same with police dogs, that dog might have to, you know, might not be great with other dogs but be working and if your dog comes over then it could danger the dog, the people and your dog as well. Your dog might run over to a reactive dog that could destroy eight months worth of training in seconds and if your dog runs over to someone else and they ask you to recall your dog apologize immediately because again I know trainers and myself who get loads of verbal abuse for asking random owners to call their dog if your dog is one of these people never ever walk away without apologizing because your dog should not be allowed to do that and again, you know, reactive dogs, old dogs, dogs who've just come out of surgery. I could go on and on and on, even if the dog's just in training or just doesn't want it, or the owners don't want it. Your dog should not be off lead unless it's happy to stay by you or happy to go over to someone and it has 100% permission. But yeah, until then, your dog should not be off lead. So, some final thoughts after a couple of rants and hopefully quite a bit of information for you and that is until your recall is 100% your dog should be on a long line you should be working hard on your engagement and correct socialization and until that is perfect then they should not be off lead now not only should recall be 100% but your dog should not be running off to obviously if the dog's running off to birds and they've got prey drive then you should you know that's fine and just call your dog that's like I said, absolutely fine. But your dog shouldn't be running over to dogs, people, children, or whoever else, and without permission. If your dog is, even though it's got 100% recall, but just keeps ping-ponging back, then keep your dog on a long line so you can stop this behavior immediately. Now, you need to be realistic and very consistent with this training. Even though you might have 100% recall, don't just think training's over. It's an ongoing thing, the same as education. Training is basically educating our dogs. And that never ends for us, and it never ends for our dog. You know, I signed up for 15 years 
if not more, of training my dog. And I'm going to absolutely love and adore those 15 years. And I can't wait. Actually, I can't. No, I I, I want my dog to stay two forever. I don't want her to be 15. But <laughs> unfortunately, that is not possible. But I will enjoy these 15 years of training her and enjoying her. And I really recommend you do as well. Don't just waste your dog on letting other people enjoy it and having five minutes of puppy heaven they don't get to have the problems unfortunately you do and that's why I say to all my clients they get the good side you unfortunately will have to deal with the consequences of that so enjoy them and be realistic be consistent enjoy training enjoy the journey and that will help your puppy and dog enjoy it too ignore people who don't agree with your method or advocating for your dog or just training the dog in general you will 100% get these comments and you will definitely get them if you don't allow your dog to interact with people I get it all the time actually I don't get it that much because no one wants to come up to me I'm too miserable now um (laughs) but I've got quite a few of my clients who have adorable puppies and they advocate for them absolutely beautifully I I love my clients but they get a lot of grief and I have to keep reminding them that it's only a one minute of a bit of grief unless they follow you home and in that case call the police it's just a, one person and we get it it's life not everyone's gonna be you know lovely I, I wish it was but it's just not realistic and remember if your dog isn't reliable and keeps running off they are endangering others and endangering themselves and you as well So that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. My Instagram is at thinkdogacademy, which you can learn more about live updates about all this. And yeah, hopefully we can start solving that as well. Anyway, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a lovely week, guys. See you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Perfect Puppy Podcast with Miriam Pollard. For more tips and advice, follow Think Dog Academy on Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode.